Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, folks, look, I get, and I think most people get, that we need to have here in Alberta meaningful environmental regulations, right? We need to demonstrate that we are industry leaders when it comes to this. Uh, that the regulations we have, that other jurisdictions, especially uh, especially other oil-producing jurisdictions, uh, can't really compare to us, don't really hold a candle to us. Uh, and I think we've done a really great job of that. So, yeah, that needs to be there, clearly. But let's also recognize what's going on right now, that we've gone through uh, a really rough two years. The industry has gone through hell. And that has had a real impact on a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Right? Jobs lost. People uncertain about their futures. And, of course, the broader impact on the economy and the Alberta government's bottom line. Right? This industry matters a lot to Alberta. So at a time now where we're at a bit of a crossroads here, price of oil starting to, to recover. The economy is starting to recover. We're starting to see some jobs come back in, in this industry, uh, although at a very slow pace. How much do we want to rock the boat here? How worried should we be about the Alberta government's new plan that's going to replace the specified gas emitters regulation? Now, that's something that goes back, obviously, to the previous PC government. And it pertains to large emitters. We've got a change coming here, folks, and it's going to potentially cost the industry a lot and potentially the Alberta government a lot. The new carbon competitiveness incentive. These rules take effect in January. They're going to be phased in over the next three years. Now, the impact on industry, the government hopes, is going to be offset uh, by some of these credits and incentives that they're offering. Here's Environment Minister Shannon Phillips. Because we have brought this in, uh, uh, in the way that we have, through a a phasing system and so on, uh, the costs, uh, the compliance obligations, uh, uh, on the one hand, to industry are offset uh, by, uh, by the benefits. Okay, so the government's line is that this is going to work out all right. Everybody relax. But, of course, they're going to say that. What are they hearing internally? Well, the opposition obtained uh, a leaked memo that reveals some pretty big concerns. That these changes are expected to have material cumulative impacts on the competitiveness of oil and gas facilities in Alberta. That this could cost the sector billions of dollars in the coming years. Joining us for some reaction, opposition House Leader Jason Nixon. Jason, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on, Rob. All right. Well, is, I mean, is this change needed, first of all? Well, the reality is that, as you said in, in your preamble, Rob, that we are facing uh, uncertain times coming out of one of the worst economic downturns, certainly in, in, in a generation in our province. And we have, a, we have a, an analysis from the government that shows the changes they're bringing in right now that are going to cost our largest industry thousands of jobs, billions of dollars, uh, and result in significant projects and investment uh, being shut down in our province. So, you know, that's where the question is, is what the heck is the government bringing forward that is going to result in that much uh, catastrophe? 
All right. Well, they announced yesterday, or earlier this week anyway, so this uh, innovation package. So they, they say that there's there's credits, there's these incentives, uh, that there's a lot of money that they're pouring into this to offset the impact. Uh, but how reassured should we be by that? I don't think we should be reassured by it at all, because at the very least, it's not enough what they're referring to. Uh, their own, again, their own analysis is showing thousands of jobs uh, being lost. In fact, more job loss and investment loss than as a result of the coal phase-out, which was already significant for many communities in our province. So uh, clearly what uh, you know, they're bringing forward within uh, this process is just not enough to cover the, you know, the significant loss that we're going to uh, have happen. Well, and where's the loss coming from? What, what does this memo tell us that you've obtained? Well, this memo tells us, again, thousands of jobs will be gone, uh, over a 1,000 alone uh, just from the methane uh, portion of this, uh, billions of investments gone, six oil sands projects uh, canceled, uh, many more that will see reduced uh, investment as a result. Uh, so again, all of those mean lost jobs at a time that we're trying to uh, bring jobs back. We have about 12,000 jobs alone that were lost in our province last month. So uh, I certainly think Albertans think that the number one issue right now is creating employment, and this appears to be doing the exact opposite. Right. We want to create investment. We want to see projects go ahead. We want to see jobs created. That should be the focus right now. That's the number one focus. That's the number one focus I'm hearing from people as I travel across Alberta. Uh, We want to get our economy back on track. We want to get uh, people working and make sure uh, that uh, families have incomes coming in. And when we see an analysis of a government project showing us that we're going to lose thousands more, uh, that is the exact opposite direction of where we need to be going. Now, we've had the specified gas emitters regulation in place for well, about a decade now, I think just over a decade. Um, is that an approach that was working? Did we need to, to throw that aside? Well, I think it, it certainly was working. Uh, and what we're seeing now as a, as a result of what the government's bringing through, again, is reduction in jobs, reduction in investment. So the changes they're bringing forward are, gonna bring, or are not going to work and are going to make things worse at a time that we need to be making things better. Well, and why do you think they would do so? I mean, certainly uh, any government has a vested political interest in uh, seeing the economy turn around. I think the NDP has tried to present themselves as a friend of the industry, and it certainly doesn't help their brand if they stand by while uh, the industry is taking yet another hit as a result of changes they're bringing in. Well, I think politically this is not a smart move, you're correct, but my experience with the NDP is on these issues, they are very ideological. And I think despite the fact that their own government uh, analysis is showing them that this is a mistake and it's going to have consequences for Albertans, uh, they want to continue down the course that they've chosen for ideological reasons. All right, well, 2019 is still, of course, um, some time away, but uh, is this a change that uh, would be reversed? I, I think a lot of people are going to look to a potential government in waiting to say, well, well, how are you going to address on the regulation side to ensure that we have something meaningful in place? What would the UCP put in? Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's such a hypothetical question. As you said, the election is so far out. Uh, we don't know uh, all the details of the government's announcement today uh, and how far that will have proceeded by the time uh, we are fortunate to have the opportunity to form government. I can tell you that we, if we were in government right now, we would not be bringing forward policies that, uh, that our own government is showing us will cost thousands of, dollars, or of jobs and billions of dollars in investment to our province. All right. Well, Jason, appreciate you making some time for us here today. Thanks for this. You bet. Take care. All right. You too. That is uh, Opposition House Leader Jason Nixon, UCPMLA. Uh, so their reaction to this, and again, this uh, memo they obtained, this internal analysis, uh, which reads in part here, it says the Alberta Climate Change Office's third-party competitiveness assessment estimated that six oil sands projects may be at risk under the proposed output-based allocation structure.
Other sections says Alberta Energy Analysts identified up to 15 oil sands projects that may be at risk. They say the Climate Change Office estimates the total cost of output-based allocation requirements to the Alberta uh, energy industry to be approximately $1.3 billion per year starting in 2018. And the Alberta Energy Regulator estimates the total cost of methane requirements to the oil and gas industry in Alberta to be between 1.5 or to be $1.5 billion total between 2018 and 2025. So it's a lot of costs being imposed on the industry. And what do we have to show for it? Environment Minister Shannon Phillips says what these new rules do is incentivize energy efficiency. The improved rules that we are releasing today will reward companies for using best processes and reward investment in modern and efficient facilities. The more energy efficient, the more the incentive. Right, and that's where they're trying to encourage producers to go and saying that the government will provide help, especially to the oil sands, in innovation. This race to the top will take longer for some to achieve than for others. It's not one size fits all. And that's why yesterday we announced more than $400 million in innovation funding for in-situ oil sands producers. Our industry competes with companies around the world. And if we are going to continue to keep growing the modern economy, keep creating good jobs for Albertans and keep exporting lower carbon energy, we need to be sensitive to the world in which our products compete. Okay, and we do. And people get that. But I think at the same time that we need to be worried about the costs that we're now going to be throwing at these large emitters because these are big projects, these are big companies, and they employ a lot of people. Large emitters expected to pay upwards of $1.2 billion a year in levies by 2020 under these new regulations. But the government says because of these credits and incentives and offsets, it's closer to $800 million. So those who are better at reducing emissions will have incentives to continue to do things that way. So it's about, they say, making the industry more efficient and cleaner. And certainly that's the direction we need to go. I'm not so sure this is the right way to get there. And in the short term, if it means greater uncertainty in the industry, greater costs in the industry, well, guess what that means to the average Albertan? It means fewer jobs. It means fewer opportunities. It means less investment. At a time when we just were hoping for good things to come, we're hoping that we're seeing that light at the end of the tunnel. So I think some cause for concern here today. Something to keep a close, close eye on. All right, a lot more to get to in the program today. Coming up after 1 o'clock, and we've been hearing a lot about the Phoenix Pay system and what a disaster that is. And yeah, it's going to cost you and I and every single taxpayer across the country a lot of money to fix this. What about those who are caught in this nightmare? We're going to hear the story of one Edmonton woman, works for the federal government, and what she's been going through over the past two years. This seems like such an untenable situation. I can't imagine living paycheck to paycheck this way, not knowing you can be paid too little, too much, how you get it all sorted out. I'm going to share that story with you coming up. Also, coming up after 1.30, we're going to hear from Canadian musician Tom Wilson. He's written a fascinating new memoir called Beautiful Scars. It's about his own personal journey, and it's about learning a huge fact about who he is, a secret that was kept from him for most of his life and coming to grips with learning that information. So it's a fascinating story. Tom Wilson is going to be in studio with us coming up after 1.30. You don't want to miss that. So busy show today. Plenty of time for your calls and your texts, too, at 974-8255. 
Let's get to great ideas here brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.